0: You are listening to audio recorded at the Village Church. For more information, go to villagechurchbaltimore.com. This time I'm going to invite Val Vache to come up here. Why don't we welcome her warmly as she comes up? Those of you who know Valerie, we love Valerie. We love all of you, but we, we love Valerie. Um, and she's going to share some of the things God's been teaching her in her life.
1: Well, I did have introduction, Ritz listed on here, and now I don't have to because everyone knows my name. So um, I started coming to the village um, with my husband, Andrew, and my little baby daughter, Claire, who's now huge, uh, about seven years ago. Um, uh, we you know kind of experienced some ups and downs all sort of culminating in my husband's open heart surgery 2 years ago um and we were just ready for some peace and quiet which sounded super <laughs> nice um and then um on June 26th last summer Andrew uh went fishing on Lake Michigan where we were on vacation um he was in a kayak and was out pretty far for about 2 hours His boat was overturned, and uh, the waters were too rough and too cold. And um, he was um, not able to be revived, and he died that day. Um, If any of you knew or recognized Andrew or saw him around the village, he was um, very talkative. Um, He was a real servant he liked to fix things and he could basically fix or do anything that was like his big thing even if you didn't want him to he would he would fix it Um, whether it was helping you build a tree house or um, fixing a light in your bathroom (laughs) Um, and his only the only payment he ever asked was for you to sit there and listen to him talk for however (laughs) long it took He was big and red and hairy and beautiful. Um, After Andrew died, um, lots of questions started to come up in my mind. I think that's pretty natural. Why did this happen? Why didn't it happen to that waste of space over there? Um, Maybe that's only me who thinks that. (laughs) Um, but most of all, I had a question that echoed again and again in my mind. Was Andrew drunk? Um, it seemed odd, and I sort of stifled it. But when the autopsy came, it revealed that Andrew had cirrhosis of the liver, where fatty tissue deposits and stays and disables, and his pancreas was nearly useless. All these a result of years and years and years of alcohol abuse. Not only was Andrew drunk that day, Andrew was an alcoholic. He had hidden his problem and kept it a secret from even those he held dear. And this didn't answer any questions for me. More kept happening, more kept arising, more kept coming up in my mind. How did we not know this? How did those who were closest to him, his friends, his family, the people he went to church with every week, how did they not see this? How did we not know? And most of all, did Andrew suffer alone? There's a great movie. It's called The Count of Monte Cristo. It's based on a book by Alexander Dumas. But as my little brother says, why would I read the book when there's a perfectly good movie? Um, in, the, in the story, there's a character named Edmond Dantes. And he's ignorant and happy and has had nothing happen to him in his life. Well, suddenly he experiences this crazy series of unjust and horrible events that land him in prison, separate him from the love of his life, and take away everything he has, including his faith. This isn't the end of the story. He escapes from prison and ends up finding this huge treasure on this deserted island seems like all these amazing coincidences. So he goes back to Paris to ex- you know, exact his revenge on all the people who are horrible to him. But he can't seem to do it. Things keep going his way, and it's at this point in the movie that his indentured servant Jacopo says in this like impossibly Brooklyn accent, um, once again, Satara, God sees you out the corner of his eye. You can laugh. That was really terrible. <laughs> As if God suddenly remembers and sees Edmond out of his peripheral vision and says, oh, okay, well, I'll do something nice for you now. But this isn't how God sees, not really. I'd like to read uh, Psalm 139 for all of you. <clears throat> o Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down, You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in, behind, and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my depths, my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the night will shine shine like the day. I skipped a verse because I am literally reading through tears, which is like a really blurry magnifying glass. (laughs) Um, Excuse me. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. This is how God sees this is how God sees you. <clears throat> God does not forget the Edmonds of the world. He was not deceived by Andrew's hiding, nor was he shocked. What I wish I could have said to Andrew, and what I wish to say to you today, is that you are never alone. Excuse me. God sees you and not out the corner of his eye like some neglectful parent. No, he sees you truly, directly, and clearly. No matter what happens or no matter what you do, he will always, always love you. So come into the light, beloved, come into the light, share your stories, speak of your struggles for there is nothing, not drugs, not alcohol, not disease, not abuse, not darkness and not the deepest pain, not even death can separate you from the love of God. Thank
0: you. Let's take a moment and pray for um, Valerie family. And and before I do that, I just want to, one of the things I think that God has been speaking to me through Valerie, she's communicated, um, you know, we're not a church that's about simplistic answers. You know, I wonder window opens a door closes or which way that goes i mean there's pain i mean it's real um there's brokenness but um i've been challenged as valerie's communicated that she what she desires for so many in hiding in our church and and other places to really experience that's not the way life was meant to be lived Everything the world tells us to go hide. No one will understand. We need to reject that with every part of the fiber of our being. So let's pray for our sister, pray for our family, but also pray for our church in these ways, if you can join me. Lord, we thank you for Valerie. We thank you for these little ones, Lord, that you've blessed her with. We thank you for Andrew, Lord. We thank you, even with the things he struggled with, that we, we see a picture of your redemption here, Lord, through his story You're probably speaking honestly to some people in here who wouldn't be spoken to any other way, Lord. Some of us who are tempted to run and to hide and to think that's the way that we can cover up, we can try to, we spend more energy trying to hide and pretend. And Lord, maybe you want that energy to be used to just acknowledge we're broken and we need you. Thank you, Lord, for the reminder here that you see us. You see Valerie, you see see every single one of us. Yeah, not out of the corner, but you're looking at us. You're reminding us you are deeply, deeply in love. And we do pray for our sister here. God, strengthen her. Strengthen her, not just for those days when she feels there's there's a lot of lessons to be learned, Lord, but for those days when she feels she's got nothing. Be her rock in those times. Lord, when everything else seems to shake, remind her you do not, Lord. And you are good to hold on to, Lord. And when we can't hold on, you're actually holding on to us, So do that with Valerie, Lord. We love her. Thank you, Lord, for putting her in a church, Lord, where people can hear the stories, can embrace one another. And, Lord, we we want to know the God who loves broken people. So we, we thank you, Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.